0: SIFTA.com.au Hi, I'm Fiona Bartholomew And I'm Kyle Paletto. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest
1: news in video games. This week, games convention E3 is officially dead. Epic wins massive case against Google. And the day before, developer Fantastic shuts down after disastrous launch. Here is the news for Sunday, 17th of December. Let's go. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. The legendary games convention E3 is over. For more than 20 years, the convention was the place for upcoming games and consoles, but increasingly major companies decided it was easier to hold their own events rather than share the limelight. The final blow was the pandemic. E3 was cancelled during those years and never managed to revive after that. Organizers, the Electronic Software Association, did try to revive the event this year, partnering with PAX organizers ReadPop briefly, but it was eventually cancelled less than three months before the event was supposed to happen, when none of the major platforms signed up.
0: It's hard to understate how big of a deal E3 used to be. In the time before Summit Games Fest, PlayStation State of Plays and PAX conventions, it was the place where players found out about the new games. It was also a place of pilgrimage for emerging game writers too, a chance to be in the room where it all happens. It thrived mostly in a time before online media took off, when most of the game news came from magazines, but the ESA isn't completely off the hook for E3's demise. It was far too slow to react to changes. Epic Games scored a massive win against Google this week, which might just change the way mobile games are played and made forever. A jury found that Google used its control over Android to create an illegal monopoly in both app distribution through the Play Store and through its Google Play billing service. The case found Google was centered around secret revenue sharing deals with smartphone makers, big game developers, and that it was all planned to stop any
1: rival app stores launching. Epic Games never sued for damages, so we don't know exactly what they've got out of this verdict yet, but it's clear that this will have a big impact on the future of mobile games. Read the massive write-up on The Verge's site. We've linked their story. Get ready to dive back into the world of Doom with several new levels to celebrate the franchise's 30th anniversary. The surprise release of Sigil 2 was announced by co-creator John Romero, and acts as a direct sequel to Sigil, which was released in 2019. Romero and John Carmack, another legendary game designer who co-created Doom, sat down for a very rare joint interview for the 30th anniversary. I think that Doom is probably the most culturally iconic thing that we did, and there's everything can be improved. I mean, I could have made everything better, the graphics, the networking, and the gameplay, and all of it could have been better. But we talk about, like, S-curves, where you've got a sinusoidal improvement, and Doom is, like, way up on this curve where you could push a lot harder and not make much absolute difference in it. Doom landed broader for, you know, for almost everyone. And I think Doom, as the full holistic release and culture around it, exceeded anything that I imagined. Yeah, I totally agree with that. When the source code was released, that really made the game live until today, still. Uh, because it can be kept current on everything. And as a side product, <laughs> as, a, as a, a side effect, it's, it can now run on everything. Like <laughs> pianos and toasters and even CPU coolers, you, you name it.
0: Sigil 2 features original heavy metal soundtrack, secrets scattered through the levels, including a reference to a popular meme in the Doom community. The best part is the nine new levels are completely free and can be downloaded off Romero's website. We'll put a link in our show notes if you want to get into that new campaign. The news for the Don't Call It an MMO zombie shooter The Day Before goes from bad to worse with developer Fantastic shutting up shop. Four days after release, one of the most wish-listed games was pulled from sale. Fantastic has been plagued with controversy since the start with trademark disputes, server issues, and the fact that it wasn't quite the zombie massively multiplayer game that players were sold going as far as to scrub and delete any references to MMOs before the launch. Fans had taken to Steam reviews and the Discord server to vent their frustrations, but now the official Discord server has broken down and barely exists, and the YouTube
1: channel has gone dark. A lot of people are accusing the studio of scamming players. The studio has not received any income from Steam and won't in the future, and the official Fantastic Twitter account posted saying, this was our first big experience, shit happens. But it's crazy to see this game and the studio unravel so quickly and so publicly. Simon Carles from Games Discover Co. said the game sold around 201,000 copies with a massive 46% refund rate. Normally, that's in the single digits. But Steam is now offering refunds to everyone who bought the title. Some more cancellation news, this time from Naughty Dog. The Last of Us Online, the multiplayer spin-off, has officially been shelved. It's been a rocky road with plenty of delays and negative speculation, so this news doesn't exactly come as a massive surprise. In a post to their official blog, Naughty Dog said they faced a tough choice between diving deep into the live service game world or keep churning out single player narratives, and they chose the latter.
0: While this may upset some of our live service fans, sorry Courtney, the studio will concentrate on remastering the 2020 Last of Us Part 2 for PlayStation 5, a game so old that it's still available in stores. And the project that was teased earlier this year. The Destroying Movie is officially moving forward with the announcement that A24 will be joining forces with Hideo Kojima to bring this surreal game to life on the big screen. Kojima looks stoked to be sharing the news, posing in front of the A24 logo on Twitter.
1: The partnership makes sense with both Hideo Kojima and the A24 producers having a soft spot for weird, spooky projects like Midsummer. We'll be sure to keep you up to date on any news as we get it on Walkthrough. That's it for the big headlines, and here is where we would usually announce the games that are coming out next week. But you know what? There aren't any games launching this week.
0: So we're going to use this opportunity to let you know you can listen right now to an episode of Great Gaming Soundtracks on Lightmap, Sifter's interview show. Gianni was joined by ABC Classics hosts of the game show, Mina Shamali, and they went through eight of the best
1: from 2023. Stray Gods, Baldur's Gate 3, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, and much more. It's a lot of fun, and there are some surprises
0: there too. And later this week, you can look forward to our Sifter Games of the Year episode on DropRate, our review podcast. The entire team
1: got together to share their favourites and it was so much fun. You can find both Lightmap and Drop Rate on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favourite podcast player, or why not check out our YouTube channel where you can watch them too. Articles to read, videos to watch, and podcasts to listen to. Sifter.com.au.
0: This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Fiona Bartholomew. And my name is Kyle Paletto. Thank you so much for listening. We know you love our podcast, so why not become a monthly backer on Ko-Fi? Your support lets us keep making our shows and it's easy to do. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash support, where support starts from just $1 a month. That link again, sifter.com.au forward slash support or check out our show notes.
1: Sifter is produced by Fiona Bartholomeus, Courtney Burrett, myself, Adam Christu, Daniel Ang, and Chris Button. Mitch Lloyd is senior producer, and Gianni DiGiovanni is the walkthrough script editor and Sifter's executive producer.
0: Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Soldier Dog Sounds for
1: composing the walkthrough theme tune, and Audio Technica Australia for their support of Sifter's podcast. This is our last show for 2023. Thanks so much to everyone who has joined us this year, and thanks to Omi Koulis and Courtney Burrett, who have stepped into the host. Chair. We'll be back with more news in 2024. See you then.
0: Hi, Chris Button here from Drop Rate Sifter's video game review
1: podcast. Unicorn Overlord might have a strange name, but don't dismiss its tactical prowess. It uses a, a tactics mode, um, and which is similar to the gambit system that was in Final Fantasy 12 for your um, uh, your squad mates, and you can say, okay, well you know hodrick who's my legionnaire with the big shield i want him to prioritize protecting the back row they're going to take the most damage if they take a physical hit they're going to go down but i need them to be protected so you can get quite granular with this and i reckon you can build some pretty wild builds that are totally game-breaking but it's kind of the fun of the tactical squad-based gameplay in unicorn overlord tune in to drop rate to find out why unicorn overlord might just be one of 2024's
0: sleeper hits available now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts.